This is the Dejected Dolphin Podcast, episode number four. On today's episode, we're talking tanking in the NFL and the upcoming NFL draft. Let's get into it. interesting to see if maybe after one more year of running it back if McVeigh kind of just says you know what this experiment failed we're gonna bomb it and we're gonna try again and maybe they go into a tank right because we've already seen teams doing it I mean everyone talked shit when the Dolphins started doing it but I, 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 everyone's been mighty quiet about what the Panthers are doing, what the Jaguars are doing. Bengals. The, well, what the Bengals, Bengals did the, pa- this the past Bengals season. The Bengals did it inadvertently. The Bengals lost and got the first overall pick because they're incompetent, not because they were tanking. They had a better team on paper. Yet they, they had s- a much better team on Honestly, paper. Honestly, I think that's more suspicious. I mean, they're bad. It's incompetent. That management, that ownership needs to get removed, honestly. Like, that's that's embarrassing. Like, that's an embarrassing franchise. But I think teams are looking at the Dolphins as a way of like, oh, so maybe this is how we get out of mediocrity. And I think the NFL is kind of hoping it doesn't work for the Dolphins. Because if it doesn't work for the Dolphins, then maybe it kind of tempers the rest of the league from trying it. But I'll tell you right now, with this haul and free agency, how the draft looks like it's going to shake out. I fully expect this to work out for the Dolphins. So do I. We, Granted, we I needed, might be singing a different tune come April, but we'll, we'll, we'll see about that. We needed that cap, and we needed to sign decent players. Especially now with this draft with, well, after we get Tua, hopefully. With the 18th pick, I sincerely hope we can still draft a decent enough tackle and then if the 26 pick you know probably pick up uh i don't know i kind of want to go tackle tackle at 18 26 really yeah like like if we can get like andrew thomas or one of the i think andrew guys, thomas is gonna fall like if he falls to us at 18 and like josh jones is still available at 26 i'd be totally fine with that so would i especially if tua ends up being our quarterback at five right because like that's a guy that I kind of want to keep on his feet because I don't I don't trust him getting hit right now. Yeah. But uh, speaking of the draft, Joe Burrow, uh, specifically the number one overall pick, and presumably Joe Burrow, uh, the Dolphins are apparently interested in trading with uh, Cincinnati for that first overall pick. And Lord knows they have the ammunition to do it. I don't think they should. I mean, it depends on the price for me, man. Because what I've been seeing tossed around is three first-round picks. And I'm like, there's I don't think no should. way. I don't think they should. Why, no j- why give it all up for Joe Burrow if we're not going to have an offensive, deli- offensive line to fucking back him up? Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how much faith you have in guys like Dieter Flowers, who was just signed Karras, Jesse Davis continuing to be your right tackle, and maybe picking up someone in the second round to be the other tackle. Well, not too much. That, that's a lot of faith to have. Exactly. <laughs> and to me... I like Joe Burrow. Um, I think he should go first overall. Uh, but to me, the more talented quarterback is Tua. I think Joe Burrow is the better prospect because of health. He'll be available. But it's because of availability that I have him as my number one quarterback. Talent-wise, it's Tua. If Tua can come back and remain healthy, 
And I think with the heap of draft picks we have and the draft and the cap space that we still have, matter of fact, uh, I think we can build a line that can keep him healthy and a running back group that can kind of keep some pressure off of him. So for me, Tua is the ultimate prize. Like, he could be the a franchise, the franchise QB for the Dolphins. I legitimately believe that. I think all the COVID nineteen stuff, kind of canceling stuff like player meetings and and pro days, might have an effect on his draft stock. Uh, but I, I fully, I had fully believed that if Tua had been able to work out for teams, have his pro day, and, and kind of show that hey, I'm healthy again. I was honestly on pins and needles thinking that maybe the Bengals would take him first overall because I do genuinely believe that Tua is the better player. Like, I do think if healthy, he can outduel Joe Burrow. I don't think um, the Bengals have the balls. Well, so here's the thing. You say have the balls. I say, are they stupid enough to do it? Because I don't think that would be the move to make. I mean, they're, we've already established that they are stupid. They're stupid. And that's why I think it can maybe get done, but like at a certain point, man, you can't be ma- you can't make that move if you're the Bengals. You're you've been too incompetent for too long. The only way I see the Bengals ever drafting Tua is if Tua goes on kind of like a press run the same way Baker Mayfield did to get drafted number one. Because remember, Baker Mayfield was not projected to be number one. The number one pick went number one overall because the Cleveland Browns are the Cleveland Browns, man. I mean, yeah, (laughs) let's call it what it is. You also have to take into into consideration what how he marketed himself during those past few months because he he was not the number one like projected pick for the longest time. It was just John Dorsey, man. John Dorsey likes guys like Baker Mayfield. You know, the Browns. Like this is the organization that drafted Manziel. They like Heisman winners. Baker was the Heisman winner that year. That's all it was. I think what happened was we gave the Browns too much credit in that they'd make the right choice. No, they chose the fucking the quarterback that, you know, look, I think in the right system, he could have been good in the right situation. He could have been good, but he's in the worst system possible, worst situation possible. Um, Granted, not many quarterbacks would have looked good like. Like, the best quarterback out of that draft class so far has been Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson would not look like this if he was a Cleveland Brown. I agree. So, um, you know, we got to take that with a grain of salt. But I just think if you're the Bengals, you have to take Joe Burrow number one. You don't trade out for nothing, in my opinion. Like, I don't think, like, the Dolphins could offer me six first-round picks, and I don't think I'd make that move. Because especially when you're on the hot seat like they are, why are you going to trade out for picks that wouldn't even really be your picks? You know what I'm saying? Like, like okay, let's let's hypothetically say they get all three of the picks that we have in this year's draft. Like those three. Okay, well, I mean, maybe. But then how do you know that you trading out doesn't then spark teams behind you, right? So in this hypothetical, the Dolphins move up to one. They're at five, and they're like, oh, we'll get Herbert or we'll get Tua. Well, if the Dolphins just pulled that move, the Chargers are going to try and leap you. You know, the, the well, the Colts have Rivers, so maybe they're out of this hypothetical game here. But, you know, who knows if the Red, who knows what the Redskins are doing, right? Like, reports are saying the two might go to, go to, go to Washington. So, you don't know what's going to, you don't know what that trade will then spark. 
right? And I mean, I think it'd be fucking hilarious if they made that move and two other teams leapfrog them and take, and it's Burrow number one, Tua number two, <laughs> Herbert number three, and they're just there like, fuck, all our guys are gone. <laughs> like, this didn't work out at all. We got to roll with Andy Dalton for another year. So that I think that'd be interesting. For me, it's going to be about price. I don't mind us moving up for it, but I'm just like, if I can get two at five, and I do strongly believe that we can get two at five, I I just I just sit there. I know we've talked about this before, but I think the Redskins would be absolutely foolish to pass up on Chase Young. Yeah, man, because that's a sure thing. There are foolish. guys. There are guys in this class that if the Dolphins weren't in such dire need for a quarterback, they could get a real good game changer in the top five. Because I'm looking at Chase Young, I'm looking at Jeffrey Okuda, and I'm looking at Isaiah Simmons. And those are all stellar defensive playmakers. And they're going to be studs. I, I keep on seeing some conflicting reports about the Lions wanting to possibly trade down. Why? Why? Because you believe Okuda would still be available? No. Who's to say that the fucking Giants don't pick him up? There's no way. I mean, the only way you make that move is if you're... Let's say it's the Finns. So you'd move from three to five. And you know the Finns are moving up for a quarterback. But I'll tell you right now, if it's like the Chargers who are at six, I wouldn't be too confident in that because you never know what the Giants are going to do. You know what I'm saying? And then if if the Giants, let's say Giants go Kuda, you know, the Chargers just took two over the Dolphins, maybe at five, the Dolphins are like, fuck it, we'll go Isaiah Simmons and we'll pick up a quarterback later in the first round. Like, you don't know. Like, you can't go that far back, right? So I think, especially after the Darius Slay trade, I think that the Lions are locked at three. For Jeffrey Okuda, book it now. I mean, I don't know what the odds are in Vegas, but I would I'd place that bet in a heartbeat because it just seems like that's 100% going to happen. Like, I genuinely believe that this is all smoke and mirrors and it's going to be Burrow number one to Cincinnati, Chase Young number two to, to Washington, Jeffrey Okuda at three going to the Lions to replace Darius Slay. The Giants will probably go tackle or maybe they go with the best player overall, which would be at that point, Isaiah Simmons. Dolphins would then get their quarterback of choice. I hope it's Tua. Uh, God, I hope it's not Justin Herbert. Uh, maybe it's Jordan Love. There's been conflicting reports there. Um, and then six, I think the Chargers will take another quarterback. So whoever... Which is probably going to be Herbert. It would probably point. be Herbert or Love or Tua or whoever falls past the Dolphins at that point. And I think that's your top six. Like, book it. Book it. Your, your, your top... I'm telling you, this is how the board lands. I'm not, it, it's, it's Burrow to Cincy, Chase Young at two to the Washington Redskins. It is Jeffrey Okuda at three. At four, it's either a tackle or Isaiah Simmons. At five, it's a quarterback. I think it's Tua, but we don't know. At six, it's a quarterback and it's whoever gets left I'm telling you, that is that's book it. I'm I, I haven't done my mock draft yet just because I'm waiting for some of the free agency stuff to be done and I'm waiting for us to be closer to the draft day. But I'm telling you, barring a crazy transaction before draft day, that's how the top six is gonna roll out. I a lot of Dolphins fans I see are concerned that the Chargers would try and surpass us in the draft to try and get to yeah they're gonna try and maybe what assets do they fucking have to even do so what assets do they have that would convince any team to trade down with them i think the problem they're gonna have 
is so I think the Redskins would demand way too much. Like, I don't think the Chargers would be able to pay what the Redskins want. Especially for Chase Young. Yeah. So, right. And then again, they're they're in the market for two. So, if we don't the, know. If the Chargers become two. So, I look at Detroit and I look at the Giants. Those are the two likely partners that would maybe be willing to do a deal, right? I think the Lions become a little less likely because of the, the Darius Slay trade. I think they need Jeffrey Okuda. But I think... If the price is right, maybe the Chargers can, you know, get their foot in the door for a negotiation. But here's what I think is going to happen to the Chargers. And I think Chargers fans need to wake up to this realization. The moment, the moment the Chargers call with a deal to the Giants or the Lions and they get to a place where like, okay, well, that's a decent deal. The opposing GM, whether it be the Giants GM or the Detroit GM. They're going to say, give me one second. I they, got a phone call to make. They hit up the Dolphins and they're going to hit up better the Dolphins. Deal. And they're going to say, look, they're giving me a first and a second. Give me a first and a first. It's yours. That's all they're doing. And if the Dolphins say no, then then that's how you do it. But understand, anyone trying to leap pa- past the Dolphins in the draft, understand something. Whatever trade that you call in to one of those two or three teams, I want you to understand something. At some point in your conversation with that GM, they will put you on hold and call Chris Greer. And at that point, your fate your fate will be decided. And if you do get that trade, it's because Chris Greer and the Dolphins allowed you to get that trade. I want everyone to understand that. Because this draft, especially when it comes to trades, run through the Dolphins. Every deal in the top five will be ran past the Dolphins before it goes through. Because I guarantee you every half-decent GM is going to want a piece of that 14-pick pie. I'm telling you. It, 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 I don't think there's going to be much change. I know people are projecting trades. I know people think that draft day is going to be crazy with trades. It's not. Like, I think the top six, lock them in. Go to Vegas. Bet the house. I'm telling you. It's landing the exact way I said it. And if you want to wait a month for my official predictions, I guarantee you I will lock all six picks. Because I'm telling you, this draft, it's it's, it's easy. It's easy pickings. Unless Cincinnati does the most boneheaded thing at number one, this shit should be in the books already. Could you imagine they take Chase Young number one? <sighs> I think that would send shockwaves through the draft. Because then at that point, the Redskins are like, oh, well, fuck. Is Dwayne Haskins really the future? Because I think this talk about Tua has all been bullshit up till now. You know, like I think I don't think they've had that conversation. I think I think Dwayne Haskins shown enough, showed enough at the end of last year that he could be a good quarterback. But I think if Joe Burrow's there and then they don't have Chase Young, I think they start to think, well, fuck. Maybe do we go Burrow? Do we try and trade out? Like what happens? I think at that point, the Dolphins probably call the Redskins and give them an offer they can't refuse. Especially since the Redskins would be caught off guard, right? Because they're thinking Chase Young's coming out of it. So if Chase Young's off the board, I think the Dolphins come in and be like, hey, first and a second for for that pick. And I think they'll say yes just so they can get a couple picks to regroup, you know? Yeah. They probably have that scenario in place, though. Uh, I would think so. Like, again, I think Isaiah Simmons would be a decent spot at that point, right? If they don't want to replace Dwayne Haskins. Who knows? Maybe at that point, Ron Rivera's like, look, I love Dwayne Haskins. I think he's a good kid. We can trade him. Let's go for Burrow. Fuck it. 
right? So I think there's a chance of that. But if the Cincinnati Bengals don't Cincinnati it up, I'm telling you, these top six picks are, are, are easy picks. I cannot understand how certain Dolphins fans would prefer Herbert over Tua. I don't get it. I don't get it. I think Herbert, to me... I think he's a fraud. You know you know what? Herbert is... He's just the general manager, like, traditional build type player. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just that... The NFL traditionalist, like, sweetheart. Where, oh, look at him. He, he's, he's tall. He's got a big arm. You know, oh, don't worry about the accuracy issues. We can fix all that. But he's got all the physicals. You know? So... I think that's the only reason he he gets, you know, some of the credit he does. But I don't think, I personally don't think Herbert is a top, he's not a top three quarterback in this draft. And honestly, he's like barely in my top five. Because for me, it's, it's Burrow purely because of availability. It's health. It's all health related, number one. Number two, and a very close number two, it's Tua. Number three, it's Jordan Love. Number four, I know no one agrees with me. Jalen Hurts is the fourth best quarterback in this draft, easily. And I don't think he gets talked about enough because of the schemes he was running in college. Uh, and then Herbert, by default, I guess would be five because I don't fuck with any of the other quarterbacks in this draft, really. Um, I'm telling you right now, right now, come draft day, with the number five pick, the Dolphins select Justin Herbert. I am turning off the television, and I'm going to sleep. If if we take Justin Herbert, expect my suicide note in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Like, just expect it, man. Like, I can't deal with it. I dealt with Tannehill for seven years. Chad Henning for years before that. I can't do it anymore. This franchise has failed me for the last I, time. At my funeral, I want the Dolphins players and organizational staff to be my pallbearers. So they can let me down, down just one, one last time. <laughs> Chris Creer, read the eulogy.